Hey folks, Russ Bailey here. It's time for another Brush Pile Fishing, the video podcast brought to you, of course, by our newest sponsor, Bob Cycle in Sydney, Ohio. We have a great show in store for you today. Jason Menendez is going to join us from Illinois, or as I say it, my wife gets mad, Illinois. Uh, but we're going to talk about some Illinois fishing, some veteran things that he's involved with, and also Carlisle Lake in general. So you stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing, the video podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to Brush Pile Fishing. And uh, we are here in January. We're going to talk some January fishing in Illinois with my good friend, Jason Menendez. Jason, how are we doing out there? All right, buddy. It's good to see you. I'll tell you what, man. Good to see you. You know, uh, back in December, we taped a show on Carlisle. And, uh, you know, Illinois, believe it or not, for a northern state, I, I consider it a northern state, yeah. there are several lakes there that are known across the nation. Wren being one, Kincaid being one. Um, you hear some about Carlisle, but not a lot. I knew, again, I, I had heard of it, didn't know a lot until you reached out. And then we uh, we got talking about it. We did a show back in December there, and uh, folks, I'll give you a little background. The first day we tried to do a show, we got there in the afternoon, figured we'd try to do an afternoon show. Winds were busting at about 40 miles, probably 35 steady um, with some higher gusts, and it was absolutely brutal to the point we had to get off the water, but we got the show the next day, and if I remember right, I think it was 23 degrees, but no wind, and it felt like a heat wave. Absolutely. And you'll notice that, especially with Carlisle and Wren being those Corps of Engineer lakes, there's not a lot of coves or things to get out of the wind. And basically, when you look at the wind forecast for the day, you know, it could say 10 mile an hour winds with gusts of 20. Count on it being just blowing or whatever the gusts are, because it's that's it. And you kind of got to plan your day based on the wind direction. If you well, if I, have, if yeah, and Go if ahead. I remember correctly, the reason we had those two days that we did because we looked at the weather and the winds were supposed to be laid down, but man, they, they got that wrong that day. Yep, yeah, we had a plan. I had a plan for us um, to do some <laughs> bobber tossing and do all that stuff, and I went out before you guys hit town and it was brutal and like you said as soon as you guys got there we're ready to go said I'm pulling the boat out of the water <laughs> we're making a move. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it, it turned out great on day two. Now, one of the things that I noticed um, in day one, we hit an area, folks, and you guys know me, I love shooting docks or fishing shallow water stuff. And even with cork fishing, there's a technique on cork fishing. It's not just throwing a bobber out there, but I, I saw some areas that Jason took me to. And I can tell you, man, I was just like, Oh, I can't wait till the spring. And we're going to do a spring show there. I can see where you guys have some areas for spawning that would be outstanding shallow water fishing. So, and to be honest, we don't fish the riprap that I took you. Oh. That you saw. I mean, I'm actually meant to look it up for you. And I forgot. I, I can't imagine how many miles and miles and miles of riprap are around that lake. Um, like where we went and you'd see in the episode, it was, it's mostly standing timber other spots throughout the lake and they just posted another one is where they do the christmas tree drops every year so where i want to take you hopefully depending on the wind in the spring there's a long run of riprap 
And then they put the Christmas trees about 15 feet off the bank and they're just stacked up on top mm. of there. So we can go on the outside of that, those Christmas trees, flip bobbers up into the riprap and pull it back into that open area and hopefully catch them coming in and out of there. You know, I'm it's, looking forward to that. Stuff, well, well, I'll tell you what. So now we're looking ahead to the springtime pattern. Now here in January, I'm assuming the pattern is pretty close to what we fished when we taped the show in December. Yeah, so, for sure. So tell the folks like right now, if they want to hire you for January, February, what kind of patterns are they looking at fishing? So it, again, it's all going to come down to the wind. Um, like I said, we have, Carlisle is amazing in the winter, especially because it has everything. Um, we could go do what we did, live scope standing timber, or the brush piles that are in 15 feet of water. You can either live scope them, just single pole jig without electronics, or if the wind's not too bad, you can flip bobbers on them too. Um, once that winter kicks in, they're, they're kind of sitting where they're going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not a lot of movement like you saw with those fish. And it wasn't, we hit a bad time to where like a couple days before it, it was up 45, 50 degrees. And then it plummeted when we were, but those fish get on those, that standing timber and they don't move. Like yeah. we can, we got right up on them and they're not going anywhere. Same thing with the brush piles. They're, they're in there and they're not coming out unless they absolutely have to. You know, folks, what he's talking about with the, the show that we did, we had that high winds and a big, big temperature drop. So it had those fish kind of messed up. Um, and, you know, we were live scoping. We had the um, Blue Diamond Series rods out there. And a lot of times, you know, and I've seen different ways to get those fish to hit on live scope. We tried everything. They absolutely would not chase. Um, it, it was one of them days they were locked up, but yeah. we ended up just being persistent. We put together some nice fish. I think the big fish was right at two pounds, um, but a lot of 12, 13 inch fish. It was a good show. Now that's one um, where you went to a strictly live bait, a minnow and a hook. And yeah. I stuck with a jig and I think the minnows outfished, but the big two pounder came on the, on the crappie magnet that day. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, that was just a bad day. Those were probably honestly the worst two fishing days I've had in a couple of weeks. Welcome to brush pile fishing taping. Yeah, day, right. man. Yeah, I told you when we started, if a front can come in or the fish can shut down, it's because our cameraman's there and he turns that yeah, thing on, yeah, man. Troy, it's Troy's Troy's fault. Um, but yeah, so, and like I told you, I was strictly a crappie magnet guy. I, I didn't even buy minnows up until the end of summer here. Mm -hmm. um, they, they were short striking jigs. So I was like, man, I'm, I'll just stop and get minnows and, if I need them, I need them, and I needed them um, yeah. for several months in there. But now they're starting to hammer jigs again. Um, I've been posting some pictures, just and they're just absolutely burying them. So nice. hopefully they're, they're out of their little funk. Like I said, Carlisle, Carlisle's an awesome winter lake. And and it's one of those, like I say, you may have heard of it, but I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me. They just don't know a lot about it just because of the reputation of some of the other lakes there in Illinois. Yeah, um, like we talked about, there's five right there. Um, you mentioned Carlisle, Rind, and Kincaid. They're all awesome. Rind has crappie masters every year. Um, I think... NCL might be coming to Carlisle this year. So okay. hopefully we'll see that. Um, and then Kincaid, they're catching, 
I think five pounders down at Carlisle or at Kincaid. That's state records are coming out of that lake. Not often. I mean, you're, <laughs> you know, you got to do, but it's real deep, um, 30 plus feet deep. And yeah. then you also have Egypt who crappie masters used to fish that a lot. Um, that's all black fish. So you can yeah, yeah. cast to them and go get them. And then, um, crab orchard is a nature preserve that nobody knows about. Um, last I heard, I don't think there's a li any limits on that lake because they're out of control. You go, really? you can pull a hundred nine inch, nine to 12 inch fish off brush piles all day long. So you gotta so, get yeah, some of have, them out, man. You gotta yeah, get some have, of them out. Like said, we have five lakes within 45 minutes of each other and mm -hmm. it's just off the charts. Well, and you've got another lake uh, a little bit north of there or east of there. You know, Shelbyville, I fish, you know, with Brian Cleland quite a few times there. You may not get the great big fish consistently, right. but man, for good cleaner fish and the numbers at Shelbyville, again, yeah. another Illinois lake that's outstanding. So now yeah. before we go to this next segment, tell the folks if they want to book a trip with you, what's the easiest way to get in touch? Um, Facebook or the website, everything is Sharpshooter Fishing Guides. Um, dot com or just on Facebook or my phone number is 618-900-2265. You can give me a call. Um, if I don't answer, just leave a message because I'm probably out fishing or you can just send me a text. It's my cell phone. Um, those are the absolute easiest ways. All right, folks, we're going to be right back, but right now we're going to take a quick break, and I want to talk about our Brush Pile Fishing app. If you don't have this, you need to get it, folks. It's completely free, whether you have an Android or an Apple phone. One of the sections on there is our guide section, where you can contact Jason straight through it also. But anyways, take a listen to this. The new Brush Pile Fishing Show companion app will change the way you watch a show, but more importantly, it will change the way you educate yourself on crappie fishing. This is so much more than just an app. It will be your go-to source for weather, brush pile fishing shows, crappie fishing tips, and your own handheld logbook. There will also be contact information for guides from past episodes, special offers from our sponsors, and tips that range from simple to advanced. Download the new Brush Pile Fishing Companion app. It's free for Android and Apple users. It's everything a crappie angler needs. Make sure you check that out. All right, we are back with uh, veteran Jason Menendez, guide on Carlisle Lake and some others in Illinois. Right now, I want to switch gears a little bit, Jason. You're involved in a couple great veteran programs out there. Can you tell the folks about those? Yeah, Russ. Um, so they both basically do the same thing. So I'll just lump it all okay. together. Um, the organizations are the Fallen Outdoors and AMVETS Outdoors. Um, the Fallen Outdoors is a nationwide program. AMVETS is pretty much Southern Illinois guys. Um, okay. So Fallen Outdoors is completely run by veterans. Both, both, sorry, both organizations focus solely on getting veterans outdoors. Okay. Different hunts, fishing, hiking and ATVs, side-by-sides, all that stuff. Anything in the outdoors, we do. Um, they're both run off of Facebook. So basically what happens is we'll just take myself as an, as an example. People will join the Facebook groups, and I will post on there, hey, guys, I'm going fishing at Carlisle on Tuesday. Who would like to go? And that posts to all of our members. And whoever is interested in going, 
makes a comment on the post and I give them random numbers and then I pull a name or a number out of the hat and whoever it is gets to go. Um, both organizations are 501c3s. I can tell you that neither organization, nobody takes money from this. Not one person anywhere involved gets paid. It's all strictly volunteer-based. Um, TFO, like I said, that's nationwide. We have, last I looked, like 60,000 members on our wow. Facebook page. Um, it's broken up into different regions. Everybody can sign up for all the regions, but it's just to keep it from flooding the news feeds sure. on Facebook. Um, but it is literally anything from fishing with me at Carlisle or somebody gave away a veterans tag for either moose. I think it was moose up in Alaska. No um, kidding. Yep. And then they do gator hunts down in Florida. It is all completely free to veterans. No catch whatsoever. Um, the only thing that they would have to pay for are their licenses, tags, and then their mm -hmm. travel if they're, if they're going somewhere. Um, AMVETS is, like I said, they're out of Southern Illinois. They are not veterans that run it. They are just good old Southern Illinois. It's actually all the crappie master guys. Um, gotcha. That's how I fell into them is I met these guys fishing and joined up and they do big events. Um, like I told you, they had um, about 20 vets at the fall fishing event down at Rand. They put all of us up in hotels. Each veteran got assigned to a fishing guide. Mm -hmm. They send out that signal and we all flock in there and volunteer. Yep. Friday, they did a big fish fry. Everybody got to meet. Saturday morning, get up, fish all day. Um, Saturday evening, they had a competition barbecue team come in and they donated a bunch <laughs> That's of where I need to be. Oh, man. Russ, they had barbecue <laughs> chicken wings that were off the hook. Um, give away a bunch of prizes and attendance prizes and stuff like that. And I can tell you this year we had, I'm going to say, at least four vets that had never been to an event like this before. And a couple of them got up and one guy in particular said, you know, we saw this on Facebook and we weren't really sure what to expect. And we didn't think if it was all everybody said, we didn't think it would be free. And it's just it's amazing to get outside with veterans. And, and I, like I told you, when you get vets and outdoors people together, the trash talking is <laughs> off the charts another level uh, and man it is all all of the events that both organizations put on is just awesome so if you're a veteran or no veteran please go to just on facebook um am vets outdoors or the fallen outdoors and also the fallen outdoors.org is the website you can check it out but said it's all completely free there's never a catch we'll never ask you for anything it, it's it's really just about hanging with the folks and everybody having a good time and learning something new i've done stuff i went up and hosted um veterans on salmon fishing trips up on lake michigan i had never done that um same goes with upland bird hunting i actually had to go by chokes for my shotguns because i'd never done it before and yeah. it's a cool way to just get everybody outdoors and it, it's just a lot a lot of fun and also um 
a big thing for viewers if they're not veterans or even if they are. One big thing we always look for, obviously, donations because we do pay for stuff, whether it be hiring guides or buying equipment for people that don't have it. But another thing we always look for is land permissions. Um, a lot of guys around here that I know of, deer deer land, mm-hmm. um, they'll say, I'll, I'll approach them and say, hey, I know you have 50 acres that you deer hunt on. Would you mind if I bring a couple vets out to kill some does? They'll love it for the deer pop, you know, keep their populations in sure, sure. check and do all that stuff. So if you have land of anything and are willing to have an awesome organization, we have waivers and everything that everybody signs and we're always respectful and do all that stuff. So sign up, join up, give us a call or drop us an email and that's it, man. It's It's really, really fun stuff. Well, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate everything you do. It was great fishing with you. I'm looking forward to the spring. Mr. Jason Menendez, folks, look him up, book a trip, check out those veteran organizations. You know here at Brush Pile Fishing, uh, we love any time, anything that we can do for our veterans. Of course, our big tournament every year uh, we have. So anytime we have to give you some exposure for something like that, man, we love to do it. Jason, thanks for all you do, brother. Awesome, buddy. Thank you. We'll see you in a couple months. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed it. Today's video podcast with Brush Pile Fishing. Again, I told you we'd have a great guest in store. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned. We'll be back again with Brush Pile Fishing.